It's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a man of rainy Tuesday morning in the hill country. Yes. Applaud. Thank you, God. And uh, people, as usual, driving a little bit slower, and that's good. It was a little slick out there. So um, give yourself a little extra time. And uh, I don't know when they're going to get back to work on Dead Man's Curve in uh, Fredericksburg, uh, south of Fredericksburg, but all the equipment's still out there. Um, and let's see, where else were the roads narrowed? Oh, up in Fredericksburg, the, um, um, uh, Ty, not Tyvedale, but Friendship was, um, was, uh, down to, uh, just a couple of lanes, but anyway, just be careful out there. It's wet. The roads are slick and, uh, lots of people, there are sensible people who slow down in the rain. And, uh, then there are the un- non-sensible people who just keep on driving as if, uh, Nothing's changed. So, and then you come up behind one of the sensible people, and that's where trouble starts. So, take your time, leave a little early, be safe. You want to get home to your kids, please. Your wife and your kids, or your husband and your kids, they want you to come home this evening. So, be safe out there. Got a lot of things on your calendar. I've got a great op- a great program lined up for you today. By the way, we've got uh, it's Pastor Greg at the bottom of the hour. Um, and, uh, we have, uh, listen, we've got uh, Sheriff David Clark on Thursday. We're really looking forward to having, uh, Sheriff Clark on here. And then on Friday, we have an interesting character by the name of Alex Vollervine, Vollervine. Um, yeah, Vine, Vollervine, Alex Vollervine. And, um, he is, um, Coming up with a, uh, a list and of uh, businesses that are all USA businesses, American businesses. And I know there's been uh, other folks out there that have done that. And I said American businesses. I'm sorry. I meant to say conservative Christian businesses. He's come up with a list and is working on a list of conservative organizations that are not going to spend your money, uh, the profits they make, on things that we don't agree with as conservatives. So we got that guy coming on Friday. That's going to be a, a great program, too. Looking forward to that. Um, so, And, of course, Wednesday we'll have Jonathan Science on for a quarter. We'll have to come up with a, with a good topic for Mr. Science tomorrow. But let's go ahead and look at your calendar for uh, events where you can get engaged or at least, at least get your foot into the water, into the shallow end of the pool. Um, tomorrow afternoon at 5.30 at Mark Plotz in Fredericksburg, Mark Plotz in Fredericksburg, the Texas Nationalist Movement is uh, going to be there. Mr. Rose, I believe his first name is Steve. It's one of those names where I've known a Mark Rose forever and ever, and so anybody named Rose, uh, the first name that comes into my head is Mark. So I think it's Steve Rose. We'll just call him Mr. Rose is going to bring the uh, Texas Nationalist uh, folks to uh, Fredericksburg to have a visit with you. I think they're in Lano today, um, but they are in uh, Mark Plotz tomorrow evening at 530. I know Kyle Biederman's going to be there. Um, and so if you want to uh, ask your questions, go ahead. Go ahead, ask your questions, because every time I talk about tea and the uh, the idea of Texas becoming a um, 
independent nation. Um, I get the same questions, and uh, uh, believe me, you haven't, uh, you have not come up with an original question on that that they cannot answer. Now, you may not like their answer, but they do have answers for all the questions you have about what we would look like as uh, how we would transition and into the, I believe it's the eighth largest economy in the world, some insane number like that. Please don't quote me on that. But we are one of the one of the power um, uh, places in the world when it comes to economies. And uh, with the federal government holding us down right now, not letting us uh, pump our own oil to take to our own refineries to sell to our own people, um, it's uh, this whole idea of Texas is looking better and better to me every day. So go go tomorrow. Get your questions asked. If you're for it, if you're against it. Don't just say, oh, those people are, and if you're, if you're against this, go, go talk to them. Maybe you can change their mind. Maybe you can change their mind. Um, so there you go. That's tomorrow, Tuesday, a week from today, 6.30 PM at the YO at the Yo in Kerrville, the YO hotel and, uh, conference center. Um, the, uh, we're going to be screening the movie grid down power up. And uh, this movie is a little over an hour long. It is um, well worth the viewing, and it lays out uh, factually why the why and how our uh, electrical grid is in danger. And it also goes through and gives the solutions and what we can do about it. And uh, it's kind of one of those things that um, probably we won't realize how much we count on it till it's gone and uh, we can prevent that by being prepared for natural disasters and man-made disasters and uh, so Bob Hall Senator Hall who has been up front and fighting this whole idea and trying to get the um, trying to get the Texas grid at least protected he will be there uh, to answer any questions you may have so that's Tuesday August 30th at 6.30 p.m. And uh, let's see. Let's give you a little bit of um, um, it, this is one that um, uh, this I think uh, um, Mr. Franklin, um, when he was writing in it, he didn't know how um, how how prophetic it might have been. Um, and so and I and he's very he's talking about cold weather coming from the north. All right. And so. Uh, let's see what he says. Cold and coming, cold and cunning come from the north, but cunning sans wisdom, without wisdom, is not worth anything, is nothing worth. So, yeah, we're to, today we know that anything coming from the north is not worth much. So, uh, Ben Franklin, I wonder what north was to him then. Y'all uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. I have an amazing opportunity for you to get engaged. We are back. It's time to get engaged. Um, but I'm going to take a quick aside. Um, you know, the news has been breaking in the Hill Country, and if you know me and know my engagement with the uh, 
poll watchers over the last few years in Fredericksburg, you may be wondering why I have not um, spoken about or spoken to the fact that uh, the um, entire election uh, board, election not board, because there is a board, an election board, but the entire uh, Department of Elections with Anissa Herrera and... Um, Oh, what's that other guy's name? Anyway, they all uh, they all stepped down, and uh, it's very interesting uh, that not only uh, you know Ken Cook, who runs a local newspaper, has been in the business for a long time. He's very well connected, um, as anybody would be who'd been in that business, any business for a long time. If you <clears throat> if you've been doing radio for thirty or forty years, you're going to know people all over the the uh, the state, and they're all over the country, and you're going to have connections, having moved from. <laughs> job to job you're going to know people who then you know when you were young they were they were working alongside you and now they're a big wig at uh, npr or something like that so ken cook um has uh, is the uh, raging liberal who runs the local uh, fredericksburg paper and uh his uh, is hell bent on making sure that you're uh, Elementary school children uh, can have access to pornographic material, um, and uh, so he uh, um, has been right. Has written a couple of articles about these poor, poor election administrators in Fredericksburg who've been threatened. Threat. They've been threatened, folks. Their lives have been threatened. That's not a light thing. I had my life threatened once. You know what I did? I called the police immediately. Immediately. Um, apparently, uh, all these people are having their life threatened and they're being harassed and they're being stalked. If someone stalked me, I'd call the police. Well, we have uh, just found out that uh, there has been uh, no reports filed in with the Fredericksburg police or the sheriff for harassment or threatening or anything. So uh, it must they must not have taken it very seriously if they didn't even bother to call the police. Um, and so anyway, there's lots more coming too on this. And, um, these, uh, these guys are really, uh, digging themselves a hole. There's an article on the AP, which, uh, was sent to me yesterday. There's a New York times article that it's, uh, been written up, uh, NPR, Texas NPR has written it up or has done a story on this, uh, this, uh, abandonment of, uh, commitments and jobs that our, our election um, uh, folks in Gillespie County are abandoning their, abandoning their jobs. Well, Mr. Cook has uh, very obviously reached out to all of his uh, old friends and gotten them to write these stories up at the national level, thinking somehow, some way, that uh, this will sway public opinion. You know what? There is one thing missing in every single one of these articles, and that is the fact that there is a trial coming up in October that um, is going to expose everything these uh, quitters um, have uh, done in the past election. And you'll understand why they're running for their lives and do not want to be held accountable for their jobs when this trial goes, uh, when this trial becomes public. And uh, so that's one thing missing from all those articles. I find it amazing that Ken Cook does not know, apparently doesn't know that there is a trial coming up over these uh, allegations that now have gone as far as uh, the whole discovery process and uh, of misdeeds by those in the election um, uh, department in Gillespie County 
So I'm going to continue letting them dig their hole. We will answer some of uh, your questions, but I am so looking forward to the trial um, that uh, Ken Cook and all these other uh, journalists uh, have just completely failed to mention. Completely failed to mention. Um, And so anyway, if your life gets threatened, folks, you call the cops, right? And you arm yourselves. You arm yourself and you call the police. Um, neither one of those things have happened. I've never seen a, a Nisa Herrera carrying an arm. Um, I do know she wears a mask all the time, even to, to today, still wearing a mask. So, um, but anyway, um, yeah, we'll come back. We'll talk about that a little bit more later on as they uh, continue to dig themselves into a hole because the truth will come out and uh, we'll discuss this. Um, but just a heads up that if your life gets threatened, Call the police. Make it official. Don't just say that without having filed a report. And if if uh, my information is incorrect, um, Anissa, um, uh, Terry, you guys know how to get in touch with me. You can tell me all about the day and the time that you filed this report and who you filed it with. But uh, Sheriff Buddy Mills says no such report has been filed. So you guys grow up and uh, do your job and... Um, We'll all uh, we'll all be happy. All right, so we got an, uh, we've got a um, some things for your calendar. Um, SBOE State Board of Education is going to be meeting from August thirtieth to September second in Austin. Yes, count them. That's four days of meetings on the Texas Essential Knowledge and Skills. Those are called the TEKS. T E K S. Um, for social studies. Now, what are the TEKS? Those are the requirements set forth by the state legislature um, for what your child should be mastering um, when they graduate uh, from whatever class it is that they're taking. And so the TEKS for social studies, and we talked to them about uh, this last Wednesday with... um, with Jonathan Science, and there's some pretty wild stuff in there. Um, the funniest one, I have to tell you, the funniest one is they really want folks to know, they really want your children to uh, learn about uh, uh, Cesar Chavez, um, more than just the fact that all these streets are named after him. But I'm wondering, I'm wondering in all of these notes about uh, Cesar Chavez, I'm wondering how many times... Um, during this class, they're going to play excerpts of interviews with uh, Chavez or any of the writings he did where he discussed, where he talked about his his uh, uh, anger and his hate towards um, what he called wetbacks. That was his term. In fact, I saw a video over uh, yesterday of this uh, awesome, uh, uh, um, uh, what do we call him, progressive that um, everybody wants your, uh, all these progressives want your children to learn about Cesar Chavez. The guy was a straight-up racist. We've got video proof of it, and uh, he did not want any illegals coming across the border. And he called them illegals, and he called them wetbacks. And so that is part of what the uh, progressives want you, your children, to learn is about that term and uh, how Cesar Chavez uh, uh, treated that, uh, treated those people, but they don't want you to. Uh, they don't want your kids to learn about Thomas Jefferson or any of these other people. So, the um, the 
TEKS, uh, the Social Studies TEKS, um, going to be on full display August 30th to September 2nd. Um, if those meetings are open to the public, uh, you can record them as they are a public meeting. You can uh, give um, testimony if you want to. Um, your best way to get information on that would be to get in touch with your State Board of Education representative. Mine is a fellow by the name of Mr. Maynard, and he is a good. He is one of the good guys. Um, that is uh, one way uh, you can stay on top of this. Those will also be streamed. Of course, if you're watching it from the comfort of your, you know, your office or your living room, there's not much you can do if you want to testify. If you're hearing testimony from the other side, there's not much you can do from your living room besides yell at the TV or yell at the computer. But if you want to go and be a part of that and uh, check with your State Board of Education representative, find out who that is, give them a call. This stuff is easily available um, uh, on, uh, uh, on online. Let's see, here's a website for you, uh, Prosper Citizen Grow, G-R-O, Group. Prosper Citizen Group. I was trying to figure that out. ProsperCitizenGroup.com. Folks, y'all stay tuned, and uh, we're going to be right back. And welcome back to Chosen Generation Radio, where no topic is off limits and everything filtered through biblical glasses. Thanks so much for being here. I know you have a choice in where you can listen each and every day, and I thank you for keeping it tuned here. And I'm so excited to be joined by my good friend from Hill Country Patriot Radio, the man, the myth, and the legend. From the Matt Long Show, Mr. Matt Long. Matt, welcome. Good to have you, buddy. Good morning. Always happy to be here with you on a particularly wet morning in the hill country of Texas. I hope you're getting some of this. I know you're further south than I am. I We are. We are. We are. We are. For, to, to the best of my knowledge, we are picking up some uh, some of some of this water, which which is loverly. Yes, it is. We. Uh, we, yeah, we, we, we are definitely in need of it. I, the, the, of course, the, the thing that we're hopeful of is, is that we'll, we'll continue to get kind of a nice, gentle downpour and, mm-hmm. and not, the, uh, not, the, not the typical flood that right. seems to like to show up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's the one we don't want. That's right. So, yes. Yes, we're we're hoping uh, we're hoping, but yeah, we've had we've had some good rains. We've had some really good rains uh, in in the last uh, twenty four hours or so, and and according to what I see on Weatherbug, uh, we're supposed to be getting uh, rain is is scheduled all the way through. Uh, let me see if it's still if it's still oh yeah still yeah now so all the way through till uh, possibly next Wednesday. There you go. Gotta love that. Yeah. So yeah. you think the, yeah, that yeah, rain, yeah. we could wash away some of the rhinos with that rain? Do you think if we get enough uh, rain that the we can wash away some of the rhinos? Maybe they'd go downstream. <laughs> what do you think? Do rhinos float? Oh, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't, I don't know if rhinos float. I, 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 I know that rhinos are sinking us. Yes. 
Where, where's where's the benumpung? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no kidding. That was a, a benumpung. That was. Uh, you'd have thought we rehearsed that or something. No, we. Oh, they are my. sinking us. And here's the here's the interesting thing. I am getting the sense, and I think COVID had a lot to do with it, um, and uh, the lockdowns and uh, uh, everything around the uh, not the COVID. I'm going to say the response to COVID. Let's get real straight here. I think the response right. to COVID woke up a lot of people. Not only did it wake up parents, but I think it also woke up people out there who always thought you could open your business when you wanted to open your business, and all of a sudden they found right. out that, no, the city wasn't going to let them. Or, or people who said, you know, you can always go to church, and then found out when their local city government or county government said, no, you can't go to church. Um and uh, so there are Republicans waking up. There are people waking up across the country, and we're discovering in our midst, Pastor Greg, a whole bunch of people who have an R by their name but who really don't get it. Well, I think that one of the things that, you know, uh, on to that end is the fact that you had parents and their children who were now stuck at home. And parents were like, hey, you know what? Let me let me see what, you know, because the kids are going, hey, I can't figure this out. I don't know what, the, I don't understand my assignment. I don't know what I'm supposed to do or whatever. And so now all of a sudden parents are like, well, I'm here. And, you know, my, my business is kind of shut down. So, okay. And so they started picking up the kids' books. Mm-hmm. And they started actually seeing. And, and you know, I, I remember... 11 years ago, being on KERV uh, there in Kerrville and, um, and talking about Common Core with Alice Linehan and, and, and others mm-hmm. like her. And folks, I, I remember running into folks in the community and they'd be like, okay, you know what? Uh, you, you're, 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 that's a little over the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't, have, we, don't, we don't have Common Core issues here. We right. don't have Common Core problems here. Except that then when we started bringing in local people to talk about it, who were telling us that, yes, it, it was in their districts, and it got so bad with, with Bandera ISD as an example, because I was pointing that out, because they had, they had Common Core. Right. And I actually got a phone call from one of their administrative people saying, hey, uh, you need to quit talking about this because we're getting phone calls from parents. And I was thinking, well, that, is, that was exactly the whole point of this. And I ended up going in, having a meeting with their uh, superintendent at the time. And I remember several months later running into her in the parking lot at the grocery store here in town. And she said, hey, you'll be happy to know Common Core is no longer, you know, being used in, in, our, in our schools. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Ken Mercer was with me last Friday, and and he laid out that Common Core is, in fact, still in Texas schools. It's under a different disguise, mm-hmm. but it's still very much, you know, very much active. And, and to that point, that's why it's so important that we are bringing up this issue about rhinos and addressing rhinos, and and we we have just got to get loud. It, it, people say, well, how do you how do you change someone who's voting like a rhino? 
You have to. Let me, well, let me. Let me. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, well, the, what, what they tell it, what they tell us up front is you got to primary them, right? That's what they tell us up front, and and technically that is the right answer. It is, but the problem with that answer is, is that number one, it, it generally doesn't happen because your base, your base, base is who votes in the primary. Mm-hmm. And rarely do you get enough of an anti-establishment base, and that, and it's it, it. And really, maybe I should I should say because that's me, yeah. that's you, yeah. anti-establishment base. But really, what we're saying is, is rarely do you get a base that is actually saying we're busting our tails to get a platform put together that that the majority of us are going to in be you know our traditional valued platform and and there's not enough of us that will hold the politician accountable in the primary so we end up with the same guy mm-hmm. so let me so let me suggest this and I've said this probably before in the program but but I'm just going to say it again because it worked we had a meeting in Fredericksburg at the airport you hosted Mm-hmm. And you invited Lamar Smith, who was the then congressman, and everybody was frustrated with Lamar's voting record at that point mm-hmm. because he was voting like a rhino. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was that was the feeling. I took it upon myself because I had the platform of the program that I had on KERV. This program, Chosen Generation Radio, was on that program to start calling his office on air. I yeah, pick up the phone. If there was an issue going on, we'd call them on air and we'd say, this is what we wanted. And then that encouraged the audience, the local audience, to make phone calls to the congressional member's office to the point that the communication director came out and we sat down. They said, you've got 10 minutes. We ended up at that uh, Chinese restaurant uh, over there by the uh, Air Force and Army recruiting office. Mm-hmm. And and that that meeting turned into a three hour meeting. Mm. And when they realized that I was not someone who didn't like Lamar, someone who was going to be mean, someone who was, I, I wasn't, I wasn't being mean about it. I was just simply saying, Hey, here are some values that we think are really important. Here are how votes are, are being registered about those values that don't line up. And here's how we'd like him to vote. And by the way, we think that a Texas conservative is probably not the same as a D.C. conservative. Mm. And he and his staff took that into consideration. And I'll never forget that Lamar and his chief of staff, Mike, actually came to the hospital when I had my accident regularly to check on my family to check on me and to make sure that I was okay. And I'll never forget that in the last two years of his service, he became very vocal for our kind of values and his voting record reflected the influence. And it wasn't just me. It was you. It was the, it was our groups. Mm-hmm. It was all of our grassroots groups that would get together. It was our Ignite the Fire people. It was all of us letting our voices be heard 
but doing it in a way that didn't alienate us from the individual and helped them to see, hey, guess what? I see it now, and I'm going to vote right. And, and so I would suggest that if you can't primary them out, then build a relationship with them and get them to understand why our way is the right way. Hmm. Now, how do we do that with Mitch McConnell? <laughs> well, not not now, trying now, to be mean. Know, I thought about, no, yeah, no, 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 I did. Well, and I thought about that this morning. And so let me throw this out there just as something for us to take into consideration as well. I was reading uh, uh, something on, on a post that you and I are a part of, uh, Christopher Wright, and, and, and I think it's called the, the Daily Torch or, or the Daily Skirmish, something along that line. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how the left wants to uh, basically destroy the Constitution and turn us into a, a, a clear, straight democracy. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they are assaulting is the Senate as a barrier to passing certain bills and certain legislation and moving certain things through. And let me just throw this out as, a, as, as something for consideration as well. As much as we don't like a lot of the things that McConnell doesn't let get through the Senate, let us remember that the Senate's primary purpose is to slow walk everything. Mm. Yep. That's the purpose. You know the our the 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 design of our uh, of our system was of our our uh, legislative system was to be slow and cumbersome. That was that was done on purpose. Um, people get yep. frustrated that things don't happen quickly in Austin or quickly in D.C. You do not want things to happen quickly. We want things to be deliberative. We want them to take a lot of time, and that way we don't just change course on a whim, but that we that it there is a lot of deliberation and a lot of time taken um, in every decision, and that works against us as well as for us. That's a two-edged sword, but that's the way the system was designed. And it is what makes us the constitutional republic by having the proper checks and balances. So, again, not that I'm saying that I agree with McConnell and, the, and, and all of that stuff. I, I'm, not say, I'm not saying that. What I'm just suggesting is, is it just kind of put me in some check this morning as I was thinking about our system of government and, and why, as you just suggested, Matt, things kind of take the amount of time that sometimes they do i've got to jump god bless you god bless the hill country of texas god bless america remember at the end of the day god has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind and jesus christ is on the scene love y'all all righty folks pastor greg uh, we joining it. I call it uh, cross contamination. We can cont- we cross contaminate our programs every Tuesday. In fact, uh, there may be just a slight possibility of me doing that with another program here coming up soon. And uh, so, just uh, stay tuned for that, folks. We're going to take a short break, and we are going to get end up at Second Timothy one and seven, as uh, Pastor Greg just alluded to. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
right, we are back. And I um, have to tell you, it's uh, kind of interesting that this happens every Tuesday. We go off on a rabbit hole. Um, we had a great conversation with Pastor Greg, but uh, it didn't even, uh, we got halfway to the point I wanted to make. That, that's see, we just need to, and so here I am. I got another 15 minutes, so I'm going to keep on going, or 11 minutes. Uh, I'm going to keep on going on that. This is coming back to the question that I have been asking for several weeks. All right. We're what we're hearing from and okay, let me give you the caveat. I'm gonna vote for Republicans in November. Did you hear me? Write it down. Matt Long will vote for Republicans in November. All right. Now I'm gonna come back and start over. You've got that guarantee right there. Now the question is why in the world should we vote for Republicans? All right. If someone came in um, who didn't know anything about our system, all right, I don't know how you could possibly do that, but let's say someone intelligent comes into the system, looks around and says, hmm, I'm going to go, I'm registered to vote uh, here in Texas. And of course, I didn't have to declare a party in Texas. There's folks who would like us to do that. Please, please don't. Um, but anyway, so somebody comes in, they're registered to vote. They don't know the difference between a Republican and a Democrat. They have no clue what the difference is. And so they come to you because they know you are a Republican voter and they say to you, um, so I'm um, going to be voting for the first time and uh, I want to know, why should I vote for a Republican? And the m answer that people are giving today is you vote for a Republican in Texas because they're better than the Democrats. You vote for Abbott because he's better than Beto. If, if, if you're... <laughs> If that is all you're going on, if that's all you're going on, why in the world would someone, who, it, it, they would look at you and say, seriously, you, you don't have a positive reason for me to vote for the Republicans? Now, those of you Republicans out there right now are putting your argument together and you're saying, well, we're more conservative. We're more concerned about the border we're, we're going to take care of the border. We're, the Republicans are going to uh, lower your taxes and make the government smaller. <laughs> and the Republicans are going to make sure that they uh, follow the uh, Republican platform that all of their... Uh, do, do you see what I'm saying here? We got Republicans who don't even pay attention to the platform. So you can't... How could you possibly hold the platform up to a new voter and say, this is why you vote for us because... These are the things we believe in because then that person then can just point their finger at Washington and say, man, it doesn't look like those uh, Republicans in uh, Washington know what that uh, uh, document says because they sure don't vote that way. Or they might, and they might then look at uh, Austin and say, really, that the, 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 the Republican Party does, you know, does not believe in X, Y, and Z, but. I thought y'all have been in charge of the Texas uh, legislature for uh, 20 years now, right? And, and, and so if the Republican Party really believed in the things that are on the platform, they would have gotten done in the last 20 years. How can you argue against that? Tell me that there's not truth to that. In fact, I'm challenging any of the Republican leadership in Kerr County or Gillespie County to, to talk to me, give me a call. Y'all all have my phone number. I have spoken with every single one of you over the years. Every single one of you has my phone number. 
Call me. Call me and tell me. Give me a good sales pitch that we can back up with history. All right? That you can say, well, yes, we believe in this, that, and the other thing. And look, here's been our actions over the last 20 years that shows that we truly believe in X, Y, and Z. They're going to have a heck of a time answering that question. They can probably give you a couple of specific examples. But if you just go through the Republican Party platform that all the people put the work in at the uh, state convention, the tens of thousands of man hours put into the platform, and if you don't believe me on that number when I say tens of thousands of man hours, I invite you to join me and do the math. Tens of thousands of man hours put into the platform with very specific instructions to those that have an R by their name, and yet the Speaker of the Texas House is actively working against numerous of those. And the people who voted for the Speaker of the House, and the people who will continue to vote for the Speaker of the House as he continues to throw your Republican principles and, and platform out the window. All right? So go ahead. Okay, I'm going to go back to my caveat because I've already been accused of being a Beto supporter. In fact, I know they're not listening because they told me they would never listen to me anymore because I support Beto, which is, you know, I don't know who gave them that sick idea. It may have come from Republican Party leadership in uh, Gillespie County, who during the primary, during the primaries, remember when those of us were trying to challenge and trying to get a really good uh, governor and lieutenant governor in, and, and not these uh, uh, waste-of-skin rhinos that have uh, abused and misused their power in Austin, and I mean that by not using their power that they have as Republican control, so they've misused it, what we've given to them. So since we didn't support them in the primary, I was accused of, in writing, as well as the Fredericksburg Tea Party, in writing, accused of being Beto supporters because we did not defend Abbott during the primaries. All right? This is how bad the ignorance is getting. All right? That's why we have primaries. And so then to have the actual true leadership of the Republican Party here in the Hill Country call us Beto supporters because we didn't jump in line behind a worthless Greg Abbott who makes campaign promises all the time, who decides to defend our borders a few weeks before the primary election, and now he's going to go all out again defending the borders, all right? But you tell me what they're going to do in January. After he gets elected and Abbott's going to get elected in November, ah, yeah, 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 and he's going to get elected in November, I really honestly think this is the last election that Republicans in Texas are going to uh, uh, when I think by the time we get to maybe 26, we may still have some, um, but by 28 for sure we're not. Unless the Republican Party turns around and begins to use the power that they have and to begin to behave like Republicans and follow the Republican platform and follow the planks of the Republican Party so that we can say to that newcomer in a couple of years, Here's why you vote for a Republican Party, because look what they did. Last year in the, in the legislative session, they shut the dead gum border down. The Republicans got rid of all of that tranny crap in your schools. They got rid of all of the, 
They, they, they opened it up for uh, school choice. All right? All these things that conservatives want and stand for and believe in. The Republican Party in my book, and I'm telling you, I am getting this from a ton of people who are saying to me in writing and in phone calls, who are saying to me, Matt, this is the last chance for the Republicans. This is it. In Texas as well as in Washington. If there is a red wave in Washington, a red tsunami, if that happens, if those Republicans from Mitch McConnell on down, if those Republicans don't stand up and hold Fauci accountable and hold our Department of Homeland Security accountable and hold our Department of Education accountable and hold all these, if they don't get in there right away and hold these people accountable and hold their feet to the fire, and I'm not talking about starting up a two-year-long committee to study it. I'm talking about setting up a committee, having the hearings, coming up with your answer, and, um, and, and holding them accountable. Get it done. Get it done. Hold these people accountable. If we turn the House over and maybe the Senate to Republicans in Washington, they've got two years to become Republicans. And after that, I, honest to God, I don't know if I can participate in another national election and just be all in line with the Republicans. I don't know if I can do it. It's hard enough now. It's going to be hard enough for me to choke down and go in and vote for Abbott in November and Lieutenant Dan and all the other Republicans because they're not being Republicans in Austin. They're being really nice people. And I know that a lot of Republicans out there, that's what you want. You want to be really nice people. You want to get along with everybody. Don't want to upset anybody. Going to give you a little bit out of uh, the second letter of Paul to Timothy. And uh, we're going to start right there in uh, chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of timidity, but a power and love and discipline. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord or of me, his prisoner, but join with me in suffering for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was granted us in Christ Jesus from all eternity, but now has been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ to abolish to death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, for which I was appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher. For this reason, I also suffer these things, but I am not ashamed. Y'all stay tuned. <laughs> 